Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everyone, Daniel Ramsey here with my Outdesk. I'm really excited because we do these crazy interview uh, interviews with amazing folks and you get to learn a little bit about what's going on in everybody's market as well as some secret weapons. And today we got Boots on the call, man. Boots Levinson, he is the owner of Rent Philly and, uh, you know, an amazingly talented guy. I'm really excited. He's number 189 on the Real Trends top 500 so that means he's not only a badass uh but he's also a client of my outdesk so that's that's another cool thing so we're going to talk all about you man and i appreciate you for being here if you're listening right now you know my outdesk we provide high caliber talent to real estate professionals just like you and if you stay at the end we're going to give away a copy of our free book so uh let's just dive right in boots how the heck are you man I'm doing great today, Daniel. Great. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. First off, how'd you get that name, man? We're going to just start diving right in because I've, I've got a name like Daniel. Boring, but you're Boots, no. man. I, yeah. love, I love it. So, uh, so I'm originally from Minnesota, right? Okay. Uh, the Midwest. Uh, my wife's also from the Midwest, from St. Louis. But uh, you know, growing up, when I was three years old, my parents, uh, from what I remember, or they told me, they gave me a pair of red plastic cowboy boots. Um, and they said I would scream and cry if they ever took them. So it, it kind of, it, it just stuck uh, since then. And, um, you know, I had many careers, you know, until to where I am now. And, you know, when I used to call up, I used to be a professional photographer. When I would call up my editors, and I'm in some third world country or something. I'd say, hey, it's boots, I'm here. It's not like uh, Matt Smith who? <laughs> I actually have a good friend named Matt Smith, and I, I love that guy, by the way. If you're listening, Matt, you're, you're a good dude. He's a great guy. I heard yeah. lots about him. Yeah, but the boots, man, that, that's good. Okay, let's start. Uh, tell us how you get, got started in real estate. Like, how did you get into this industry, this crazy industry that I freaking love? So I'm actually, so I am a real estate agent, a realtor, uh, but my niche is so different than what everybody else is, is what they're doing. Um, I am not, you know, in the business to do and rack up sales, right? To list a property and sell a property or a condo or a townhouse. That, that's not me, right? So we have a team that does do that and they're amazing. But my focus is on rentals, whether they're for investments for our clients, but to rent out properties uh, for our, uh, you know, management companies and that kind of stuff. So, I had been and started in the real estate industry when I was about 17 years old. My dad uh, was a real estate developer and uh, partnered with uh, many companies, uh, including Cormans, uh, 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 who are big here in the East Coast, uh, where they would build new construction, they'd lease it out, and Corman would manage the property and the marketing and the leasing side to it. So I was, my first job was a leasing agent in one of my dad's properties, and I took to it. I loved it. I just, I loved it, you know, from a young, you know, young perspective, young age and stuff like that. And, you know, fast forward, 
I can tell you how old I am. You're, you're in but, your mid thirties, mid thirties. Oh, you're very kind, very kind. But I mean, you know, now I, I, I love what I do and I've niched it since 17 until now. It's kind of like, you know, in your teens, your twenties and thirties, we're all out there to gain knowledge, right? We go to co you know, high school, college, go out and get a career, maybe go back for grad school uh, and further our knowledge. But I feel you know, now in my career, it's about applying that knowledge with the wisdom gained. And so now it's not just looking at where everybody, if everybody's in one ocean and doing this in boots, you gotta get involved in this one area here. I'm like, everybody's there. Where's the other ocean? Where where else can I go? There were, yes, I ha I'm still here in this area, but I'm also now looking for alternative, you know, uh, avenues and income streams and and you know multiple revenue streams coming in, not just from one source. Which is why renters are amazing. Well, that's why we're having you on today, and I really appreciate you. Because um, okay, so I'm going to break this down for everybody who's listening. When you you get a certain amount of success selling real estate as a broker or an agent you have to build a niche, something that feeds that sales business that is unique, that you can dominate in. My niche was investment properties and development. Your niche is Rent Philly, which is a cool thing. I went to your website. What I love is, here, here's something that they said about you or a, a testimonial. We never knew that there would be a rental agent that would put so much heart into his work because Boots knows the market so well it only took us two meetings to find our new apartment. I really recommend Boots. So let's talk about how your niche feeds your real estate practice and then your real estate practice feeds your niche and how you've profited off those bo both of those things. Because everybody wants, like most agents who get to 50 to 75 or 100 transactions, they're like, what's next? This is next. You have to build alternative streams of income. So Boots, how did you do that? So, uh, you know, if you look at the life cycle of someone that is buying or yep. selling or investing, right? Uh, someone who buys a house today, on average, may stay in that house before they sell for, I think the, the rate is, it was originally like four to six years. Now it's more like, you know, five and maybe even eight years before that property comes back on the market or they, you know, um, my income has increased in the last four years. I need extra space. I want to grow my family or grow additional, you know, uh, square footage wise. So I'm going to level up. I'm going to go to the next level. And so what happens is, is with those buyers, there's one transaction every five to eight years. Yep. How many buyer leads, how many people do you have to network in order to get a client, to get to closing, to follow up, you know, afterwards. And, and for me, since my experience in leasing has started when I was 17 years old, um, the life cycle actually is not on the first time buyer or a buyer that's ready to go. It's getting to those clients before they even consider or even think about buying. So if you think about it this way, you're in your 20s or 30s, how many of your friends, how many people that you know that are renters, right? I mean, the, the majority of them, when we're in college and just getting out of college, we're all renters. And the 89% of all clients that use a realtor will use that realtor again for another transaction. Yep. But only 13% of those clients ever do. Right. And why is that? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One is because they didn't like you, maybe, or you didn't stay in touch with them and they just forget who you are. 
Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I wanna tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistance. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word M-O-D, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. That's it. It's not staying top of mind. But our goal is to have as many conversations about real estate, buy, sell, rent, or invest, as we can, regardless of are they a buyer, a seller, or a renter, and provide amazing and excellent customer service, concierge service, uh, all the way up until close afterwards as well. And so we've targeted and, and really honed in on a market that no one in the real estate world really that's right. Nobody works a rental. So talk to us about how you make money when somebody rents a property. Like who pays you? How, how you know, like that's just a, you know, for most people in most markets, that's just not a, I, I don't see how it makes sense. It, it, right. And, you know, it's, it's great for a brand new agent just starting out, right? If they join a team or they're by themselves, you know, how can I make money fast? I spent, you know, 60 hours in class time. I, I paid for my license. And also now I... Now, but what they didn't tell you is how to operate a business. They right. about, just like in law school, which I'm not a lawyer, but they teach you how to think, not how to be a lawyer in business, right? right. So on the rental side, generally speaking, an agent is paid a commission, uh, excluding New York, based on one month's rent, right? So there's one month's rent, if it's a $1,000 apartment, and of $1,000, if I have a tenant, and I'm not the listing agent, I make 500 bucks. Right. But I have to take that $500 and share it with percentage with my brokerage as a realtor uh, or team and pay taxes on that. So per transaction, it's not a lot of money. Mm. But it will help to cover your operating expenses as you're building your buyer book, your seller book. It will help cover you know, a lot of ancillary expenses. Um, so it's a very, it's a lot of work though. 
right? So for, let's say that you make after taxes, you know, maybe 180 bucks, right? And you've taken somebody around to see 10 properties and a couple units in each property. That's a lot of work just to get paid that, right? right. But we're, entre we're entrepreneurs. You know, our, we, we get paid by the amount of time and effort we do. If I was a W-2 employee, you know, that, that's something completely different. My income is guaranteed, right? But as a 1099 employee, we, we've got to do everything we possibly can. And it's not about, as in, for myself, if I represent a tenant, it's not about that dollar amount at the end of the transaction, right? It's that relationship. It's providing amazing concierge service and attentiveness to detail to that client's needs. And then it's making sure I'm one of those, I'm at that 89 percentile where that agent or that lead rather is going to come back to me, our team, our company after that one transaction. And an average in, in Pennsylvania, a renter will renew for two years. They'll stay in one apartment, they'll renew for a second year, and most likely they'll move on that third term to another property. Got it. We're, along the, we're along with them for the entire ride. We're following up after they move in, move in gifts, that kind of stuff. Nobody gives moving gifts and that kind of stuff for renters. Well, why, you know, why do you've already made 180 bucks. What are you going to do? Give $40 to a moving, you know, moving gifts, but it's not about that one transaction. We want them to be there. We want to be their trusted advisors for all things in real estate. I love that. How, um, how often in your sales business do the leads come from the rental, the rent Philly side of your business, like the niche to your, you know, it's, where you make good uh, commissions. It's a, it's a good percentage, right? So, you know, if you think about it, our, my, my goal is to say, if you are spending $1,600 a month in rent, yep. you can own the same dollar amount. Right. And as your rent increases one year to the next year to the next year, your mortgage stays the same rate from the next year to the next year to the next year. Right. Unless you refinance at a better rate and, you know, and lower and stuff like that. But essentially you're able to move on to a, you know, an investment side where you're earning a return. Right. So your, your, the property value increases, but as a renter, that's it. So, you know, a lot of our renters, you know, whether they have great income or not as much income, a lot in, in Philadelphia, we have a lot of new construction buildings. And so you're getting some amazing amenities, now that a lot of the uh, condo buildings and townhouses don't have or can't compete with. So with the market where it is, a lot of people, you know, don't know where they're going to be in a year or two years or three years. Even if they know they have a job here in Philadelphia and they know they're, they're going to be here for four years or five years, it's still uneasy for them continuing to rent. And we're seeing a lot more of that. I get it. I get it. Before we dive in, I'm, I've got a bunch of questions about team. You're, you outsource with my out desk. I love that. And also what's going on in the market. But before we go, if you're listening right now, I want to give you an opportunity to get our new book. We just finished a book, Boots. It's really cool. Oh, I put my heart and soul into this thing. So if you're listening, all you have to do is text SVP, Scale with Virtual Professionals, SVP, to 31996. And you can get a copy of our free book. And it's I put my heart and soul into this thing, man. It's got all of our tips, all of our tricks, all the frameworks you need to win with a virtual assistant. So I'm excited for you guys to get that. Boots, we talked a little bit and I was, I was surprised. I'm gonna tell you why I was surprised. You knew that LA market had shifted. Most real estate people aren't tracking stats on a national basis. And what really happened is San Diego shifted first 
and LA is just a, in the major market 19. Like it's one of the major 19 markets. So it's a lead indicator for the rest of the country. And you start, we're, and we just had the president of NRBA um, on a call of the National Association of REO Brokers. And he's like, look, it's churned when you look at Illinois and some of the Northeast, he's seeing a lot of people kind of going away from the top part of, of the US and moving down into the Sunshine States. And because of that, we're seeing foreclosures tick up again. And so tell us your perspective on the market. You're in Philly, it's a major market. It's, you know, actually beautiful. One of my favorite places, by the way. Uh, I love my my, my cheesesteak is Geno's, by the way. Oh, uh, it's great. My, mine's Jim Steaks. Uh, so we'll battle it out. There you go. So what's going on in your market and what's your kind of feeling about, you know, where we're, we're heading? So, you know, my, my, my partners uh, and I, which are uh, Ben uh, Aller, Gaurav Gambir, and Kate uh, Gledhill, we constantly look at market trends, right? Yep. So you would say, why would LA or New York or Denver or Miami affect us, yep. right? So why, and the reason is, is we're all tied together, right? Whether we see things happen at a later date, we can see where trends are happening and to then forecast out 10 steps, 20 steps down, what will it look like? What are they seeing? What are the agents of the market or the clients doing in another market that if it comes here, how can we better service uh, our clients? And so here in, in, in Philadelphia, speaking specifically towards the rental market, um, we've seen a huge amount of new construction, multifamily properties, you know, uh, 100 units or more being built across, you know, Philadelphia and the surrounding suburbs, right? Yeah. Um, we also have a, a reduction in what's called as brain drain. We're seeing a lot of them staying here because we've become a good tech hub. We've got hospitals, insurance companies, tech incubators here. We're also in between New York and D.C. It's easy to commute to both you know, uh, with a train and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So we, we've seen, you know, great startups, great businesses starting here, but we've also seen because of all this new construction, we've seen where some of the original units for rent, whether they're in, in existing multifamily buildings or, or in condo buildings where they would normally rent in 30 days or less, we're seeing them stay longer on the market because I guess you could call it, menu overload, right? So if you're, if you're sitting at a diner and you see 300 different you know, menu options compared to another restaurant that only has 50, how long are you gonna stay at that table before you make a choice, yeah. right? There's lots of options. And because of that, we're seeing also some changes in application screenings and requirements, such as instead of in Philadelphia, the average is first, last, and security in order to acquire a property from a tenant, right? A tenant's right. one which is significant. So we do see some companies here, some national companies and multinational companies offering, you know, strict, you know, like one bedroom security deposit, $500, two bedrooms, 750. We're also seeing a lowering of credit score requirements, which if you had any inkling back to the mortgage crisis, right. what happens in verifying incomes? Yeah, we're seeing a little loosening here to help to reduce days on market for some of these uh, these units. That's and you you use the rental market as a lead indicator to the sales side of your business. Is that correct? We we do we do. 
Okay, that's interesting. So your niche is helping inform your main practice where the majority of your revenue and commissions kind of happen. Talk to us about um, tightening the belts and outsourcing and using my outdesk. What's that, what's that been feeling like for you guys? So I wouldn't necessarily call tightening the belt. Uh, and, 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 here, and here's the reason why. So rentals don't necessarily generate a lot of income per transaction. You need a lot of transactions to gain an overall right, uh, increase in revenue. But we know that our model is you're a renter now. Most likely you're not going to be in the future. So we're investing now with our clients, with the leads now. So we may be spending more than what another individual or a team or a company would be doing for rentals, but we know the value. We know the life cycle. And we, I think that we're really the first uh, that I know of that specializes in, in, in what we do. So using virtual assistants, inside sales agents, or outsourcing some of the some of our type of stuff, it has been vital vital for us. So for example, let's say that an individual agent generates 50 leads a month. Some of those are buyer leads, seller leads, they're they're calling for sale by owners and expireds and withdrawns and networking, and a couple of them are rental leads. Well, some of these newer agents or even agents, you know, experienced agents can only work with, let's say, five deals at one time going on to where they, or seven or whatever their number is. But at one point, they cannot continue to lead generate because their time and effort are all on that, you know, those clients, right? And our business is basically, it looks like this for income revenue, right? So you've got deals coming in, you're making money, making money, and then all of a sudden, boom, down, three months, nothing coming in. And then it's like... Right. Uh, same thing for rentals, right? For the rental side of the business, same thing for sales and listings and all that kind of stuff. So we, but, call, that the, we call that the real estate roller coaster, by the way. Ooh, I don't like roller coasters. Me I, <laughs> I like consistent ups, you know, like I like consistent this, you know? Yes. Yep. I like trending up without those big troughs uh, and, and, and downward slopes. So, you know, recognizing that for us, if we generate a thousand leads a month, 2000 leads a month. And I'm only talking now rental leads, right? Rental leads, you know, how many of those do you need to close? How many, you know, agents that we'll give in our team or an individual agent will do and do something completely different every time. So if I have 10 leads and I hand them out to 10 different people and say, I want a 25% referral fee to 10 different agents who want to take these leads, Maybe 1%, maybe less than that will close. Maybe you'll make 25% on those 10 that are handed off. Really? For us, we actually, we can't offer a 25% referral feedback if they refer them to us. What we do offer is 10%. And you'll say, well, why just 10%? Well, because on average, we're going to close three of those. Got it. Out of the 10, because we have a system set in place. We handle all in the same way in regards to qualifying, handing them to agents so that they are ready to go and not bothered by all the follow-ups that are required to get leads ready to go out to tour. And you know these agents would make that hand out these referrals so they're not making 25% per deal. But if we're saying we're gonna close 30% of the time, you're now making 5% more right. by handing them out to us. They're making 30% return instead of maybe 25. Sure. So my outdesk has been really revolution has revolutionized our business right so 
we would generate rental leads out the wazoo, immediately hand them off to our agents uh, that are working them and have them call, follow up, reach out on top of their normal business, which is buying, selling, investing, that kind of stuff as well. And so what we found is we need to find a better way to remove amount of, the amount of time that these agents are using to follow up and get these leads ready to go out and tour. And it's been remarkable what we've been able to accomplish together, Daniel. I mean, your, your company has really provided, I, I, I can't tell you how many hours we've been able to save for our agents. I mean, on average, an agent will take one hour to qualify a lead over the life of that lead for one transaction for a rental. That's calling, following up, texting, all that stuff, plus paperwork and two hours to go out and tour. We've been able to reduce the amount of time that our agents have had to qualify by a third right. by using your, your virtual assistants and ISAs here on our team, which means that we can get our agents out closing deals faster, more efficiently, and more often, and having a higher return on investment because they're out doing what they do best. I love it. And no salesperson wants to follow up on leads. They want to meet people, drive them around, show them property and have fun. They don't want to do the paperwork. They don't want to talk to 10 people to get three people. They just don't want to do that. I, I love that. Boots, talk to us about your team. Like how, um, you know, what does it look like in your office to handle all of these rental, you know, folks? And, you know, what, what's an, if somebody said, okay, I like his idea, I'm in a major city, maybe they're in the top 19, you know, uh, markets, and there's actually a rental market in the in their downtown area. Um, how wh what would somebody how, how do you start is I guess the question. If somebody is in that position, I would say contact me, let's open up an office and get running. Okay. Right off the bat. Right. So for us, we are our model is interchangeable regardless of the market, right? So okay. what we do can be put in place in any market, any area, whether it's in the top 19 or in the bottom half, it doesn't matter. Because again, we want to work with clients that, at least from my, myself and perspective, are renters now, but will become buyers in the future. And even for clients that they have kids, they own, we want to also tell, teach them real estate wealth health as well. Why not work with them as a rentor and get them to understand the real estate market as they move forward, you know, and keep it in, you know, in the family. So our team consists of 60 agents. We are a team uh, within a larger brokerage called KW Philadelphia. Now, my partners, uh, Ben Aller and Grob Gumbier, recently purchased the market center. So we were our own brokerage before joining Keller Williams Philadelphia. Uh, and we had, my partners had the opportunity to buy the market center. They did so uh, in 2017. And now we are a highly specialized team within that brokerage. The brokerage has about 400 plus agents. Uh, and we have 60 agents on our team. Now we have part-time and full-time agents uh, on our team. And for us, for the rental side of the business, um, it's, it, it's just, it's remarkable to see newer agents, experienced agents really understand the benefit of working with renters, right? It's, it's a no brainer for us. And, you know, I teach a class, you know, twice a month at our KW uh, Philadelphia office called renters are your 401k plan, right? <laughs> so as we, as we talked already, renters turn to buyers and sellers, it's a long game, right? 
And a lot of our agents don't have a retirement plan, right? Set up a 401k established plan or, you know, in other investments and stuff like that that are bringing in alternative income streams and stuff like that. But renters really three small apartments for a hundred thousand dollars or 200 or five, it doesn't matter the price. And 20 years later, when I go to sell that property and a friend of mine asked me, what did boots, what'd you buy that property for? And I tell him they, they would freak out. Right. What they don't realize is over those 25 years, I'm making a cash on cash return plus the increased value in the property as well. So renters are exactly the same way. Over the lifespan of that renter, they're going to rent for two years. They may move or renew. Then they're going to buy. They're going to sell. They're going to buy again. They may turn into investors, and they may end up renting again as they downsize. Um, you know, within their the life cycle of renting, owning, buying, selling, investing, back to renting, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Do you guys pay? Um, one question that I have for your sixty agents: Do you buy leads on other platforms, or are most of your leads generated from this? kind of referral rental space? So I would say that we do uh, our SEO, our organic way of generating leads is I think second to none, right? So if you're looking and you Google or you search for rentals in Philadelphia, beyond all the paid advertising that's always on the top of first page, second page, we're always coming up organically, regardless of the building, the multifamily units and that concept, we're always coming up. So organically we generate a significant amount of leads, right? So it's almost like doing an open house. When somebody comes to an open house and they're looking to buy is better. If somebody organically comes to our website, there's a reason why they came to rentphilly.com. It's not just randomly, right? So, yeah, so we do also purchase uh, leads or, or spend money towards lead generate, but rather I'd like to consider more branding and brand awareness rather than lead generate. We're, we're, we're doing Facebook stuff, we're doing Google stuff uh, as well, and our agents are posting to social media and Twitter and tagging everybody and Instagram and, and all right. that kind of stuff. But it's branding per se, it's not the hard sell. If I'm trying to hard sell a renter, they're gonna unsubscribe like that, right? I need to either move or renew. That's it. I don't need any ancillary things and talking to me, you know, like that's their mindset, which is also why I love working with renters. You got a 50, when they contact you, you got a 50, 50 chance that they're going to end up moving or renewing with a buyer. It could be six months, 12 months, two years. I love it. Um, okay. Well, we're about to end boots. We've had a really great interview. I think you've, you really nailed this niche and it's unusual for us to have somebody with this much sophistication explain their niche. So I really, really appreciate you and, and kind of spending time with us today. Um, I want to offer everybody kind of as a last thing, again, get the book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. The text code is SVP and you, you text SVP to 31996. You can get a copy. Boots, what do you want to tell our audience? What's the one thing that, uh, they should know about kind of building a rental niche in their business? Contact me. <laughs> how, uh, would, how, but, would they? how would they? So uh, go on to rentphilly.com. There's tons of uh, places to put your information in. You can always send me an email uh, at boots at the which is our parent uh, team. And it's a value add for our business by using your, your, your company, which is, you know, we, if you think about it by hiring virtual assistants, right? You, 
Some of the employees and other companies may say, oh my God, you're hiring a virtual assistant. My job is at risk, right? So it's not the case with us. We hire and look for talent so that they can grow within our company and be part of a family. We, we really consider our team a family side to it. So if we are reducing hours from repetitive tasks, right? Stuff that is the same thing going on, it frees up your time so that you can work on more meaningful projects, right? More ways to expand. And I, I love helping our agents in, in that regards as well. So, you know, using the virtual assistants is not um, re reducing, you know, uh, uh, their income in any way. It's creating opportunities. And that's, that's what we were about and couldn't have done it without our partners. Our partners are just amazing. Our family is amazing. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're the real deal. We keep it simple. We do it right. We, and we always do it, you know, the same way. Uh, and also looking for better ways of doing it, such as using, you know, you guys. And it's just great, Daniel. It's been great. Well, thanks for your time, Boots. You've been awesome. You've really given a lot to the audience. I just appreciate you guys. And I would definitely check out Rent Philly if you're interested in putting this niche, this particular niche into your business. And, uh, you know, thanks for your time again. It's my pleasure. Thank you.